My first scripture reading comes from, you know, I didn't go with the lectionary. I'll just tell you that right now. I didn't go with the lectionary because it just seems like the lectionary has been dragging on, dragging on me, preaching the same sermon every week. So I'm going to preach the new sermon that I preached last year at this time. No, <laughs> it'll be different. But I went with John chapter 3, verses 25 through 36. And this is a new beginning that we're approaching in our lives in a new year. And we have a lot to be thankful for. And I know a lot of things happened in this last year that is devastating. But we still got to press on. And I'm preaching to myself, too. Because, you know, there's a lot. You can, you can hang on to the past and, and just let that control your future. But God says to let it go. To press forward because better things are coming. And we can rejoice in, in this last year because... We know that even the bad things that happen, the people that, I'm just an example. It's like Susie. She's with Jesus. Jack is with Jesus. And see, this is what we talk about all the time. We talk about life and then death. But Jesus said, if you know me, you never die. If you believe in me, you'll never die. So that's something I try to keep in my heart. And I'd like for my kids, too, that, that Susie's not gone. She didn't perish because Jesus said you wouldn't perish if you believe in him. So this new year, we press forward being thankful for the time that we had with our loved ones. To be thankful that they were a Christian, that they did receive Jesus, that they are in eternity and waiting for us. That scripture that there's a cloud of witness in heaven. And that's, they're part of that now. They're part of that cloud of witness in heaven that, that's praying and looking down on us and, 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 and being blessed that we're continuing on, that we keep pressing for the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's what this new year is about. So let's go to John chapter 3, verses 25 through 36. And this is talking about John the Baptist. He was confronted by some religious leaders. Then there arose a question between some of John's disciples and the Jews about purifying. And they came unto John and said unto him, Rabbi, he that was with thee beyond Jordan, to whom thou bearest witness, behold, the same baptized, and all men come to him. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. You yourselves bear me witness that I said, I am not the Christ, but that I am sent before him. He that had the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoiceth greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy, therefore, is fulfilled. He must increase, but I must decrease. He that cometh from above is above all. He that is of the earth is earthly and speaketh of the earth. He that cometh from heaven is above all. And when he hath seen and heard that he testifies, and no man receives his testimony, he that hath received his testimony hath set to his seal that God is true. For he whom God hath sent speaketh the words of God, for God giveth not the Spirit by measure unto him. The Father loveth the Son, and, giveth, and hath given all things into his hand. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. The Word of God for the children of God and all of God's children said, Amen. Let's pray. Holy Father, as I 
stand here today. I pray, Lord, that your Holy Spirit will speak through me to my brothers and sisters. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Now, I picked this scripture because in this new year, I would like for, I'm talking for me personally, but and for each one of us that, that he may increase and that we may decrease. That we may be more walking in the God's Holy Spirit. That we may love more. That we may forgive more. That we may not be so selfish. And, and, and I know for me, I've been wallowing in, in, in self-pity. And I need to get out of that. So, I, you know, and it's hard to confess these things, but this is part of life. When things knock you for a loop, in the year you feel like the years beat you down, you can get in that mode of self-pity. Woe is me. But Jesus has come to give us life and that more abundantly. So we can either stay in our little self-pity pit, or we can get up and say, He must increase and I must decrease. I need more of God in my heart, in my life. I need more of Jesus. I need more of His Holy Spirit that I may know how to, how to love my family, how to love the congregation, how, how to put Jesus first above my, my own needs and my own wants. And as this new year comes, we just, I want to forget about the past and not forget my loved ones because I'll never forget them. Susie. I'll never forget her. She's a part of my life, and she always will be. And every time I look at my kids, I see her. Every time I see my grandkids, I see her. And, and, and that's a blessing to me. But I still have to move on. It's time to move on and shake off the self-pity and the doubt. It's time to move on. He must increase in me, and my selfish needs to decrease. And that's what John was pointing out. And in this verse here, he says, He that had the bride is the bridegroom. But the friend of the bridegroom which standeth and heareth him rejoices greatly because of the bridegroom's voice. This my joy therefore is fulfilled. What's he talking about? Jesus is the bridegroom. John knew who Jesus was. And, he's, and he knew, you know, you think about the story about uh, Mary and Elizabeth about when Mary, when uh, God revealed to her that she was going to have the Son of God, how she went to her cousin, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth said as soon as Mary came up, the babe in her womb leapt for joy. They were cousins. John the Baptist was six months older than Jesus. They knew each other. They grew up together. She went there, they went to... They went to the temple every year together, as families do back then. And I'm sure, and I am positive, that John's parents told him who he was and told John who Jesus was. Because if you go back to the first chapters of the Gospels, it tells you what they said and who they were. So I'm sure John the Baptist and Jesus grew up knowing who each other was. How else would John know when he seen Jesus come and behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world? Because he knew him. They grew up together. They were cousins. And people don't realize that. 
We just we hear bits and pieces of the scriptures, but there's whole there's years and years left out that nobody knows. But this is just common knowledge. They every year they would go to the temple together, and so John knew who Jesus was. He was told from his birth, and he knew who he was. He was sent to prepare the way for him. He even said that, "I was sent here to prepare the way." They were both had divine callings on their lives. But John had it figured out. God revealed everything to him. And John knew what his purpose was. And so the Pharisees, they were trying to get, they was trying to get a, a little argument going between Jesus and John. You know, look, look, everybody's going after him. And they kind of just forget about you. But John, you know, he didn't let pride and selfishness get in the way. He knew who he was called by. He knew his purpose. And that's what I'm praying for us for this new year coming, that we know who's called us. We know what our purpose is. Is it just to live on this earth and live it fine and have nice houses and cars and get everything our way? Or are we being prepared for a greater eternity? To be with God for the rest of eternity. To be a family in the kingdom of the Most High God, the way it was supposed to be from the beginning. So this year, as we go through our lives, as we deal with our families, let's let Jesus increase in us and the Holy Spirit and His Word be in us more than our fleshly thinking. Because to be carnal, I can see it. I see it in my life. When I'm carnal, I'm miserable. And we can all slip into carnality we can. We're human. We, we've got, we've got, to, we're all like, we've got two ways we can go. We've got to choose each day. We can either be carnal-minded and walk with the world, be like the world, or we can be spiritually-minded and walk with the power of the Holy Spirit and walk like Jesus has called us to walk. To know when someone calls you out or says something, to know that your purpose is to point people to Jesus. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about Jesus. Our lives should be glorifying God. And I'm not saying we're perfect and then we're going to be able to walk this walk perfect every day. But when you fall down, you make mistakes, it's so easy to stay there and wallow in it. Woe is me. And I, I know because I've been doing it. I've been hiding from the world. I've been hiding from people. I've been hiding out in self-pity. And God says it's time to rise up and be about the Father's business in this new year. We can't just stay the way we was. There's better things ahead for us. Greater things. There's people that God's going to put in your path that need this love that only comes from God the Father. They don't know what real love is. Most people, you, you, you make a mistake, you blow it, they blow you off, they write you off. I don't want to be around that person no more. Get away from me. Thank God Jesus wasn't like that. He'd go to the people that cursed him and he'd, he'd heal them. He'd raise them up. He would love them. He did. 
Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And I believe this new year, God wants us to walk in Him, to love like He does, to forgive, to be the hands of Jesus to a broken world around us. Because, you know, I'm not seeing it a lot. You know, I, I, it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's like a, a pack of dogs or something, and one dog gets hurt. Instead of helping him, they all just gang up on him and rip him in pieces. Have you ever seen that? You ever seen that happen? I've seen that happen. One time, uh, we, lived in, we lived out in Belknap, and when you live out in the country, all of a sudden your dogs just start multiplying. They just start multiplying. Well, I think one time we had like 15 dogs out there, and I'm not kidding, I'm serious. And because you know, we didn't have the heart to kill them. Well, one dog got hit by a school bus one day, the mama dog. And she got hit by a school bus and she was out there spinning in the road, hurt. And all the other dogs just ganged up on her and just started trying to beat her up. And Susie ran out and saved her. I was watching thinking, wow, crazy. And Susie was on it. But see, that's how people get. You know, and someone's hurt and broken. Well, yeah, they brought that on themselves. You know, you know ye without sin cast the first stone. That's what always comes to my mind. I've fell down and I've blown it, but I need my brothers and sisters in Christ to help pick me back up. To love me back to where I'm supposed to be at. That He will increase and I must decrease. And as we step into this new year, let's, let's keep that scripture in our mind and in our hearts. That Jesus must increase and, and our fleshly ways must decrease. And that's right there, that will, your joy will remain. But John had it right on. Of course he did. But like he said, the Father loveth the Son and hath given all things unto his hand. And he that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life. And he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. I want to go to this other scripture here, John chapter 12. This is Jesus talking himself, 44 through 48. Jesus cried and said, He that believeth on me believeth not on me, but on him that sent me. He and he that seeth me sees him that sent me. Isn't that something? Think about that verse. He that sees me sees him that sent me. Now, you, you, that, that's kind of confusing. But what he's saying, me and the Father are one and the same. He that believes on me believes in the Father. But that scripture right there, people, don't, people, people uh, refuse this for some reason. They try to put God and Jesus as they're two separate. But they're, they're one. And the, our Lord God is one God. The Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost are one. Why can't one God do three different things? He can be God of the universe. He can become flesh and he can let his spirit move and fill people. That they'll have that spirit of Jesus living in them. And then he says, I am come a light into the world that whosoever believeth on me should not abide in darkness. And if any man hear my words and believe not, I judge him not. For I came not to judge the world, but to save the world. He that rejects me Receiveth not, and receiveth not my words, has one that judges him. The word that I have spoken, the same shall judge him 
in the last day. God's word, the word of God, the word he has spoken will judge people who have rejected the truth. And I can't figure out for the life of me why people reject this love and this truth. I think, I think uh, they got this religious mind that, that if you come to God, Jesus, you got to get yourself right. You got to clean up. You, you can't go to God with your mess. You can't bring God your brokenness and your addictions or whatever it is that you got in your heart and life. But Jesus says, bring it. Come unto me, all that labor and are heavy laden. And people don't understand what's, what's this labor and heavy laden means. It means you're laboring, trying to be good enough for God. You just can't seem to get it right. And the burdens of this world just keeps bringing you down. And no matter how hard you try, you keep blowing it. Jesus said, just give it to me. Rest in Jesus, the Lord, our righteousness. And this is so hard for us as humans to do because we always feel like we got to do something. i got to do something to be right with God. And what the scripture says, believeth on me, he that believeth on me, he that believes on Jesus, if you believe on Jesus, and, and you can't add nothing to that, you believe and you receive the Holy Spirit and you become a new creature. He starts increasing and you start decreasing. That's my hope for our church, for the congregation, that we just let God have His way in us and realize that we don't have it together. But we know the one who does. And we're going to keep seeking Him and we're going to be Jesus pushers. Instead of drug dealers, drug pushers, we're going to be Jesus pushers. And how you do that? You love people right where they're at. You build them up. Even when they're down, say, yeah, we all make mistakes. And that's what I try to do. People's like, you know, I've, I've done this. And I say, yeah, welcome to life, man. Welcome to the human race. We've all blown it. And, and I'm not done. I got a lifetime ahead of me. I don't know how long it's going to be. And I know that I'm going to slip back into self-pity sometimes. And I know that I'm going to fall. Not fall like a lot of people think. But I mean, where my faith gets discouraged, where I feel like God's mad at me. Have you ever felt like that? That God's punishing you for something? We all have. But He's not. This is just part of the world. This is part of our life that we live in this world. This is the way this fallen world is. But God's got a plan. A new beginning. A new creation. So as we step from 2023 into 2024, let's, let's keep that in our minds and hearts that we are part of this new creation. And our inner man, our spirit is being recreated and renewed every day as we keep leaning on Jesus. More of you, Lord, and less of me. More of you, Lord, and less of me. And that's something we, can, we need to take with us into the next year. And as, instead of having a resolution that I'm going to lose weight or I, I'm not going to spend as much money on this thing or I'm going to... Whatever it is. Let's, let's, let's make this our New Year's resolution right here. To know Him better and to make Him known. That's my New Year's resolution. To know Jesus better, to know Him better, and let Him, and then make Him known. Make this loving, compassionate Father, God, known to a hurting, broken world that needs Him more than I do now because I've got Him. And I know that 
he's the one making me right. He's the one doing work, but the people that don't have him, they're still struggling. They're trying to be good. They're trying to do, well, I'm, I'm good. I, I don't do this, and I, I've never killed nobody. And I've, it's like, it don't matter. You can't be good enough. There's no goodness that you can do that was going to get you into God's kingdom. Believe on Jesus. Believe in the one whom he has sent. I'm going to go to another scripture. I know it's after 12. I'm sorry if I'm holding you up from your lunch. But uh, let's go to Philippians chapter 3. I'm going to close with this scripture right here. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 through 14. And this is Apostle Paul talking while the Holy Spirit speaking through the Apostle of Paul. It says, Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that's it. Press toward the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. And then, like Davin's put on there, the next verse, it says, uh, let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded, and if anything be ye otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Now that's awesome. God will reveal it to you if there's anything in there that he's working on. And, I, and I've seen that in my own life. Like this, this self-pity, how I've been down in this pit, and I've been wallowing in it like a pig wallows in the mud, and it's time to get up and shake that off and move on pressing forward. And I know that this last year has been confusing. Wars, rumors of wars, bad storm. I mean, it's been going crazy. But Jesus said, when you see all these things happening, rejoice and look up before your redemption draws near. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you that in the midst of storms that we can, we can smile and we can know that you're with us that we can grab a hold of your truth and live a life of love and peace during the midst of storms and chaos. That you are the anchor that holds. That you're the one that carries us when we're broken. You're the one that carries us through the storms that we don't have to fear. We can just put our trust in you, Lord. And I know it's easier said than done, but Lord, increase in us and decrease us, our flesh, you must increase and we must decrease. Lord, use us for your glory in this new year, this new beginning. Let us step out in faith and reach out to this hurting world that we live in and bring hope and peace and love. In Jesus' holy name, amen.